Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. We are New York, talking about what matters to you on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, it's Rich Valdez. All right, New York, welcome back to a special edition of This is America. I am Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden right here in New York City. And boy, do we have a big show for you today. Our phone number, one 800 848 9222 1-800-848-WABC. Now, first of all, I think AOC is a tia Tomasita. AOC is an Uncle Tom. She's hooking up with the liberals, liberal white guys, to help elect Biden, and she's going after her own people by calling for a boycott on Goya. First, AOC, all out crazy, went after Amazon because she hates capitalism. She killed 25,000 jobs right here in New York City in Queens. Then she went after the cops with the Abolish ICE movement. And just last week, she said a $1 billion cut just wasn't enough in defunding the NYPD. But now she's after our arroz con habichuela. She's after our rice and beans, calling for a boycott on Goya, an American company that pursued the American dream. When I was a kid, we looked forward to buying Goya products. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. We would go to the store, usually key food. And when we would get to key food, there were items on the, on the shelf. There were Goya. And then they had these cans that were wrapped in a white label with a red, white, and blue line under it. And it just said no frills. And because we grew up pretty poor, things were very frugal in, in our household. We usually got those products. But when it was a special occasion, we would get the Goya stuff. So I have been eating Goya stuff since I was a little kid. I always buy the Goya stuff because, I mean, this is a brand that I've grown up with. It's a brand that I've always looked forward to. But now, all out crazy, AOC says no more, no mas, that she's going to make her own adobo. Oftentimes, leftists like AOC, they call for these these types of uh, boycotts because they associate capitalism with racism. So immediately they say because the CEO of Goya was invited to the White House for the uh, Hispanic Prosperity Initiative, that all of a sudden we must cancel this because if they're supporting a white guy, it's all over. Eso es locura. That is pure craziness. But that's where we're at. Even though Goya gives to food banks and they fed hungry people during the coronavirus and always do on a regular basis, even though they support the Puerto Rican parade, even though they have been the embodiment of the American dream starting right here in Manhattan, family, generation to generation, Passing it along, growing this company to be the biggest Hispanic, excuse me, Hispanic food business in the country. Nobody cares. The left doesn't care 
Mr. Hamilton himself now is calling for a boycott. They were boycotting him, and now he's calling for a boycott on Goya. How does that work? How do Puerto Rican people turn around and say, oh, we're not interested in your Spanish food products? I mean, of course you have uh, whatever freedom you want to have. But come on, por favor, you've got to be, like, kidding. But she's not kidding. She's not kidding. I want you to listen to this. We have a cut from what it was that exactly the CEO of Goya said. Check this out. Cut three. Robert Unanwe. We're all truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump who is a builder. And that's what my grandfather did. He came to this country to build, to grow, to prosper. And so we have an incredible builder and we pray. We pray for our leadership our president, and we pray for our country that we will continue to prosper and, and to grow. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with saying we pray for the president, we pray for the leader, we pray for our country, we want to grow. But no, the left has come after them and they're just not giving up. They are not giving up. So what I want to know is, should he apologize? Because he went on Fox News and said, no, he's not apologizing. He said, I'm not going to uh, cow and and bow down to the mob not going to do it and good for him he shouldn't have to do it nobody should have to bow down to the mob this is america where you can build a business pass it on to your family help the people in your community and you can do it being quote-unquote brown you know earlier today i was looking at my twitter and somebody said well this guy's not necessarily a minority because he's he's a spaniard and spaniards are white and i said This is where you got it all twisted, but we're going to get into that. I got a special guest coming up that's going to help us talk about Goya, give us his opinion on it. Donald Trump Jr. is coming up on the other side of this break. I'm Rich Valdez. Our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to This Is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. This is America. He's brown, he's bald, and he's breaking it down. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, New York, welcome back. Our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Now, we were talking about what happened in the Rose Garden yesterday. President Trump, not yesterday, excuse me, on Thursday, President Trump had a Hispanic prosperity initiative meeting with several people from across the nation, bringing folks to the White House for a meeting inside the cabinet room, and then they moved out to the Rose Garden. So you heard what Babu Nanwe, the CEO of Goya Foods, had to say. Nothing terrible. He's a patriot. He loves his country. He loves his company. He loves his community. But he was taken to task by the left. The left wants to cancel him. So I want to play a little bit of that one more time. Could we get that Babu Nanwe real quick? Because it's important that we have context so that we know exactly what it was that they were talking about. Uh, We're all truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump who is a builder. And that's what my grandfather did. He came to this country to build, to grow, to prosper. And so we have an incredible builder, and we pray. 
We pray for our leadership, our president, and we pray for our country that we will continue to prosper and, and to grow. Praying for the country, praying for our leader, Donald J. Trump, Donaldus Magnus, El Trumpito, the 45th president of the United States. Nothing wrong with that. But that's what they did. So I want to bring in our special guest, Donald Trump Jr., the president's son, the head of the Trump organization, who's following in his family business as a builder. Donald Trump Jr., welcome to This is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, my friend? Good to be with you, Rich. Great, brother. So I, I want to get your reaction. W- what is your initial thought, uh, your gut reaction to hearing AOC call for a boycott on Goya? I mean, it, it's it's almost mind-blowing. I mean, if it wasn't 2020, you'd say it's insane. Uh, in the attempt to be woke, you have uh, a family-owned Hispanic business that has thrived and prospered in the U.S. You have the president of the United States signing legislation to help education and Hispanic businesses at the same time. And I guess he's supposed to go and say that Trump is terrible and Trump isn't doing the right thing. I mean, it's so ridiculous, uh, and it would be so ridiculous at literally any other time in American history, but this is the world in which we live. So it's just nice to see uh, a leader, uh, you know, like the CEO of Goya, stand up and say what's actually right, not just be swayed, you know, by the woke mob, you know, prank. I imagine most of the people that are really taking part of this boycott, they're, you know, they're in line at Whole Foods, uh, not exactly, uh, you know, buying Goya products. And, you know, it's also a company that has given back so much to the Hispanic community, has given back to education, has given to uh, local charities. Uh, it was nice to see some within that community. I know one of the most noted people was uh, Jorge Masvidal, you know, the UFC fighter who has a big fight tonight, mm-hmm. literally coming out and saying, Hey, man, these guys have put their money where their mouth is for years. This is ridiculous, um, you know, to, to combat the AOC uh, Whole Foods crowd. So it, it's pretty sad that that's the state of the country we're in, but this is the outrage mob that the left has created, that the left has perpetrated and, and perpetuates, and we got to push back. If we, if we don't, it's just going to continue, and it's just going to get worse. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Latinos like me and, and every other person in America that's able to vote needs to, A, vote for, for President Trump because he's the only thing that's really getting in the way of this. Uh, him and now CEO Unanwe saying, hey, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm sticking with the president. So I, I want to get, I guess, your thoughts on how do we overcome this and should everybody go out and buy Goya? A hundred percent. I was joking with Kimberly early, you know, because, uh, you know, my girlfriend's a Puerto Rican. I, you know, mm-hmm. Takes a lot of pride in that. So we're, we're going to do Taco Tuesday on Saturday night tonight uh, <laughs> in, in celebration of that. And I, I recommend others do the same. But, you know, we're, I'm actually not joking, but the reality is others have to do that. The real problem is that the left has fought these outrage wars. Uh, anyone who says anything that's not woke is totally canceled. But now the real problem, Rich, is that it's not just enough to be apolitical. It's not just enough to not voice your opinion. You must be woke, or that in and of itself is a cancelable offense. If you're not woke enough, you get canceled. It's not going to stop. We have to put an end to this nonsense. I mean, it is truly disgusting, and the left has perpetrated this on the American people for far too long. And you know, we have to start also playing the game that they that they're playing the way that they play it. And conservatives have traditionally been very you know live and let live, and you know everyone's entitled to their opinion. And that's not the way Democrats feel. You must be entitled to their opinion. And if you're not, it's over. You know, we're, we're with Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr., I want to know, 
do you and I, I think I know the answer, but should we expect the mob to to crack the exterior of Babu Nanwe from Goya or do we expect Goya to stand strong and others? I mean, I think what I'm looking for here is your response to how do we stand up to the cancel culture? I think we just have to be vocal. You know, you see that. So many people, well, I really support your dad. I'm, I'm afraid to say something. I think if everyone steps up and says something, they can't cancel everyone. Right. Uh, you know, so ev- everyone has to sort of unite to combat. Honestly, at this point, it's really fascist on what the left is trying to perpetrate, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it isn't that different than the other fascist regimes we've seen and the way they've started. Uh, you know, it's economic fascism. It's cultural and social fascism. They will destroy anything that doesn't agree 100% with what they're going for. So, you know, this notion that they're Antifa, I'm like, I don't know about the anti part. They're, they clearly are fascists, right? <laughs> clearly. This is what's going on in this country right now. So we really have to unite. Conservatives have to get together, man up, and they have to start being vocal and not just turn the other cheek. Yeah, I and think that's the problem that we've had with too many Republicans who have been historically weak. You're, uh, they you're won't right. fight. They want to be loved by, a, you know, a D.C., liberal elite press that hates their guts they want to be invited to the cool person party while the other side laughs their butts off uh, at how pathetic these people are donald trump's the opposite of that he'll fight back he'll take those punches he'll go to war he'll do those things um you know with the left uh, we need more of that kind of thought and we need other people to join up and do it otherwise you can kiss those freedoms goodbye because they're coming for them you're 100 percent right and it's that liberal privilege that they use to to perpetuate this fascism that i think you're going to expand on in your next book tell us about your upcoming book liberal privilege well yeah I, you know because of uh you know covid19 and you know the lockdowns and everything like that i basically had a, a lot of time uh on my hands and i started doing a little bit of this research and I realized that Honestly, the media today is so far left that they've totally abdicated their responsibility to look into the candidates. Uh, you saw what they did with Michael Bloomberg when Bloomberg said, well, we won't look into anyone, but we'll keep looking into Trump, right? Well, uh, the, the journalists have taken aside. They refuse to look at literally 50 years, 50 years, Rich, of mm-hmm. Joe Biden's Washington, D.C. career. They're pretending like, hey, this is a new guy on the block. He's going to be the guy to fix things. They said, wait a second, he's been there for 50 years. If he could actually fix anything, why didn't he tell Obama? Why didn't he do it? Why does he literally have no actual accomplishments? This is going to be the guy to fix things now coming out of this crisis? The guy that's soft on China, the guy whose families enriched themselves from his publicly funded office for decades, all of these things. I said, man, I've never actually seen these stories. So I had such a good time writing Triggered um, last year that I said, someone has to put this down. You know, it'd be nice if there were people in journalism, in reporting, who would actually do their damn jobs. <laughs> but they refuse. So if they're not going to do it, someone has to, because the American public has to see what Biden is all about. He's been soft on China for his entire career. He allowed them to grow from the size of the Netherlands in terms of their economy to the juggernaut that they are today. He allowed that and pushed for them to join the World Trade Organization, allowed for all those policies. He's out there on the stump saying, they're not really our competition, folks. Who are we kidding? Yeah, maybe it's convenient because his son took a billion five. A billion five from the Chinese government to his fund. In fees alone on a typical fund, that would be $30 million a year to the Biden family. Yeah, he's going to stand up to China in the post-COVID-19 world. Give me a break. So I saw all this hypocrisy. I saw this nonsense. I saw the total and abject neglect from everyone in mainstream media who's pretending like Joe Biden 
you know, like this guy could string together a sentence. Uh, <laughs> and it, 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 it's mind-blowing. Um, you know, they don't talk about the health issues. They don't talk about the family. They don't talk about his actual record. They don't talk about his, honestly, a lot of the crazy stuff as it relates to uh, racism in his past. He gets a total pass. So I said it's sort of a free market thing. If they won't do it, someone has to step up. And, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that we, that we were in quarantine, but I had the time to do it, and so I did. Great. Well, and let me tell you, I mean, uh, we're appreciative for Triggered, and of course, we're looking forward to liberal privilege. Make sure you get that when it comes out. But I think overall, oftentimes people tell me, what is it that we can do? What is it we can do? And I oftentimes I tell people, we have the best example sitting in the White House right now. We had a billionaire with a supermodel wife living on Fifth Avenue and decided to say, you know, what? I'm walking away from all of that. I'm going to go into the swamp for America. So I just want to thank, you know, on behalf of uh, the This Is America audience, I want to thank you and, and give kudos to your pops because it's a yeoman's task and few people have the courage to do it. Well, it, it's our pleasure. And, you know, it was funny. I wrote about that part in Triggered, which was the, the, the last elevator ride before my father did the escalator ride down to announce his candidacy. Yeah. And the last thing he said to me was, now we find out who our real friends are. <laughs> uh, because it was really true. And he was really right. But most importantly, it shows that he knew what they would try to do to him, and he did it anyway. That's how strongly he believed in it. So it wasn't like he went into this thing naive and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they would do this. He knew exactly what would happen, and he did it anyway because he believes in this country. He's fought for the American worker, and he's going to continue to do that in his second term. Well, Donald Trump Jr., thanks for joining This Is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We appreciate your input and hope to have you back on soon. My pleasure. We'll speak to you soon, man. All right, brother. Take care. God bless. Keep up the good fight. Now, up next, we're going to talk to somebody that was in the Rose Garden when all of this went down. My buddy Jesse Hogan with the Lexit Movement. Keep it locked right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. about what matters to you on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, it's Rich Valdez. It's suppression of, of speech. I'm not apologizing for uh, saying, and especially if you're called by the President of the United States, you're going to say, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy, no thank you. I didn't say that to the Obamas, and I didn't say that to President Trump. That's Goya CEO Bob Unanwe, Robert Unanwe, saying that he did not bow down to the to the mob and he was happy to serve when his president called him to come to the Hispanic Prosperity Initiative meeting this past Thursday in the White House. And he did it with Obama as well. And there was no issue. There was no boycott. Nothing went on. This is what we're talking about. This is where it gets kind of uh, into the weeds where we're like, so hold on a second. So it was OK when you went last time, but not OK this time. Got it. So what I want to know from you all is. Would you bow down to the mob? Would you allow the mob to tell you what to do? Would you say you're sorry and, and pull a Lin Manuel Miranda? I won't. Our phone number is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. We're going to get to your calls. We're going to get to my buddy Jesse Holguin and a whole lot more on the other side of this break. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. Just a call screener. 
who is a budding radio star, by the way. Richie Valdez is terrific. As long as I'm president, I will never let your charter schools be taken away from you, be taken down. I will never let you down. I will never let Hispanic American or any American down. That I can tell you. That's President Trump saying he's not going to let the Latinos down. He's not going to let nosotros, los hispanos, he's not going to let us down. And kudos to the president for doing that because, like I told Don Jr., he's doing what others wouldn't do. Others were afraid to do it because it is damn cancel culture. It's like you can't have an opinion. And we already know that. But what I want to know, what's next? What's the next thing that we're going to face? They're attacking everything. Are they going to go after Cafe Bustelo next? Are they going to go after Sassong? Because I saw an article on Friday yesterday that said that they're going after Sassong, saying that it has too much MSG. Meanwhile, there are Chinese food restaurants por donde quiera, all over the place. Nobody goes after the Chinese restaurants. And I'm not saying you should. But I am saying to call out Sasong, a brand that's been around at least as long as I've been alive, I think it's a it's a little shady. It seems like an all-out assault. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade on Americans of Hispanic descent, on, on Latinos. But you heard President Trump say he's not going to give up on the Hispanics. He's not going to give up on the Latinos. He's focused on charter schools because education truly is like the great equalizer, in my opinion. I believe that if you have access to education, whether it's formal or otherwise, I'm talking about getting a book, go to the library, read the book, know the stuff. When you're able to know things, knowledge is power. You're, you can't get duped anymore. And I have to say, people... You want, if you want to take exception, go right ahead. YouTube only goes so far, and it doesn't even turn on that part of the brain that a book turns on. So please grab a book. It will improve your speech. It improves your diction. It improves your cognitive ability so you don't end up like Grandpa Joe Biden. You don't want to be like that. So now our phone number is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. We're here in New York City, and I got a good guest coming for you right now who was there in the Rose Garden when all of this went down. And I want to introduce him. His name is Jesse Holguin. He's the founder of the Lexit Movement. The real Lexit Movement, I believe, is what they go by on their social media handle. Jesse's a really good guy. Was a gangbanger, got shot, ended up in a wheelchair. Now he's a man of God. He supports the president and is leading the Latino exit, the Lexit movement out there from California, coast to coast. Jesse Holguin, welcome to This is America. 
What's up, my brother? It's good to talk to you again, Rich, which is my man right here. All right. What's up, Jesse? This is my brother from L.A. Uh, we, I'm here on the mic in New York City, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, with all the Boricuas here and all the Chicanos here and everybody else that's in New York. And Jesse is uh, killing the game with his Lexit War Room video podcast that you can find on his social media. It's always a good time. I catch it whenever I can. So, Jesse, I know on Thursday or on Wednesday we spoke, you told me you were going to the White House. You went to the White House. I saw you on Fox News on TV. You were there front row in front of the cabinet secretaries. I don't know how you pulled that off, but you did. And I saw you there, and you were the only dude there representing with your Lexit cap on. And... Uh, give us the play-by-play. How did it go? Were people gasping? Were people, like, jumping to boycott Goya when uh, CEO uh, Babu Nanwe said that we should pray for the president? Heck no. We were all cheering over there. It, it was a blessed time. It was all full of Latinos. It was good. It seems like every time I go to the White House, it's full. It was a, we go with a bunch of Latinos. So we were all right there. Hey, viva Trump. You know what I mean? We were, It was a... It was a great time. It just showed right there. Like anybody that watched that or heard his words or attended it, there's no way you could think that Trump doesn't like Latinos or he isn't for Latinos because he he proves it with actions, not words. You know what I mean? Like the other Democrats and like Obama and them, they're good talkers, but they don't do nothing. Trump put he backs it up, man. But it was a it was a really cool time, like you said. I was uh. Yeah, I was even closer than uh, his cabinet, but I was right there with next to Yeah, I saw you Ross, sitting next to um, Carson. Yeah, Ben yeah. Carson and Jovita Carranza yeah. and, and so many yeah. others. Uh, and yeah. Wilbur Ross, he was like right next yeah. to you. Right next to me, like real. So, because I, I didn't have no mascot either, I feel bad now. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know, it was, just a, it was just a blessed time. And it was messed up because I was actually filming live for the Lexi page. I was live streaming yeah. right when they showed me on Fox. So one of my friends was like, hey, put your phone down, live in the moment. And I said, no, nah, no, nah. it was because I was live streaming live on the Lexi page. You know what I mean? I had to do that. So if I would have known that they were shooting me on Fox, then, of course, I would have put No, of course. Now, Jesse, let me ask you. I know that uh, we heard the clip of the president saying he was not going to give up on us and he was going to support charter schools. I know that he mentioned support for Hispanic serving institutions. I've always followed the uh, president's Hispanic educational initiative for for many years because it's uh, something I've personally always believed in. And I know that they've uh, changed the moniker of that now to the Hispanic Prosperity Initiative, which I think is fantastic because truly it's education that will bring you to that prosperity. But what else did the president talk about that stood out to you being that you were there? Well, well just the, what stood out to me is he was saying that he's going to improve the access to educational training, ec- economic opportunities. And then it was real big to me and, you know, it's real big to, to Latinos is for the school choice, you know, like even the boss went up there and she was saying, yeah, that 80% of Latinos we support, you know what I mean, for um, school choice. That's real big for us. So to me, that was like the biggest thing that I was happy to hear him say and just all the other people. Why do you think school choice is so important, Jesse? Because it'll help us. It's like, and then plus for religious reasons and all kinds of other reasons, we go to better schools and especially nowadays, like you, you see how bad the schools and all of that is now even just the numbers of the reading and all that kind of stuff, but also what they're indoctrinating our kids. Like, if you notice all those riots and all that kind of stuff, all the stuff that you see, the anarchy and all that, it's mostly all young, the youth, because they're getting indoctrinated by these liberal teachers. Yeah, and what they're telling them, not only to hate America, they're telling them to not buy Goya. 
So what are your yeah. thoughts on this whole Goya thing? How much Goya have you bought from Thursday to today? I mean, yeah, but I'm going to. As soon as I got to the store, I've just been busy, man. I'm just tired because I just got through. I just got in from Washington. So, you know me now I'm in a wheelchair. It was rough, so I've just been resting. But, yeah, I want to go out there and um, for sure. Yeah, so, but to me, it's just a joke. That, like, ooh, that's why with Leon Lecker, I posted, I was like, Hey, AOC, you don't speak for Latinos, you know what I mean? Like, who do you think you are trying to say, like, you know, but then look at it, think of this too, brother. Who, who is she hurting? Who, who's the employee? She's hurting Goya? a bunch of Hispanics. Latinos. Absolutely. That's what, I'm saying. what about those Latino families? You don't care about their life. You're trying to, um, kill their jobs and all that. That just shows she don't know nothing what the hell she's talking about. Like, every, you know, you know, you know, all the time. Everything comes out of her mouth. It's just ridiculous nonsense. And that's just another, another point. That's like, like we're saying. The Latinos are the ones that are going to be affected, and then for what? Like you said, he he did lose cool, same thing with Obama. But then all of a sudden, they're just so scandalous. That's how they are. Like they don't want no free speech, anything against them, them, and the fake media. They just attack us. We're just sick of it. That's why all of us, and we're encouraging everybody just to mm-hmm. get out there and go buy Goya and support. I them. agree. We have to get out there and buy Goya because. We have to support the people that are supporting the community. And I just want to thank you, Jesse Hogan, for being with us again. I do got to move on, but keep doing what you're doing. Amen. That's our brother Jesse Hogan from the Lexit movement. Uh, also, I'm going to get into the director of economic development, who something Jesse just mentioned about who are they going to hurt Latinos. That's right. There are Hispanics from all over the tri-state area uh, and this metropolitan area that commute to Jersey City, to the Goya plant all the time. So in a little bit, we're going to check in with my buddy Jose Arango, who's been a longtime political mentor of mine, who uh, is the director of economic development in the city of Jersey City, where Goya is headquartered. So we're going to check in with him. But first, I've heard that there's a little bit of a kerfuffle going on. Yes, who says kerfuffle? Rich Valdez with an S says kerfuffle. I want to go to call four. We got Michael in Queens, but you're at Trump Tower, and I hear you're seeing some stuff that shouldn't be going on, but it's going on. Hey, Rich, how you doing? I'm doing great, bro. What's going Uh, on? Yeah, a little action here in front of uh, Trump Tower today. Apparently, there was some kind of protest. Uh, Don Cheney, who does uh, Operation Flag Drops, uh, had a big Trump flag over the uh, mural, the Black Lives Matter mural, and the mayor caught wind of it, and he had all the protesters removed, and he had the street in front of Trump Tower blocked. Now the cars can't get through, and uh, there was a counter-protest across the street with uh, Black Lives Matter, and, you know, there was debating back and forth, which is all right. A lot of yelling back and forth. I'm sure you could hear that uh, it's still a little... Yeah, noisy. it sounds noisy. Let me ask you this, Michael. And I'm glad that you're on the front lines doing what you do because you guys are great activists. Tell me, uh, how much Goya have you bought in the last couple of days? Oh, I love Goya all the way. <laughs> in fact, when I go home, I'm making my rice and beans tonight. All right? How about that? That sounds great, brother. Thanks for checking in with us. Yeah. Uh, now... Our phone number, 800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's grab another call. Let's go to Jimmy on line six in Brooklyn. Jimmy, what's up, brother? I agree with the anti-boycott. You definitely got to buy Goya. Free speech and our freedom uh, way of living are actually at stake. One One more quick point. If we lose this coming election, God forbid, it's not the end. It's the beginning of the end. The final end will be gulags and death camps here. That's what we're heading toward. 
Bernie Sanders people said they want gulags, not a gulag. Oh, I remember. Thank God he's not in, because if he got in, boy, would we be screwed. So his movement, who's ever running, I mean, Biden, there's still going to be that same radical crowd that's going to be running things, God forbid, if Biden wins. So this is a fight for our survival. It's not like, oh, my gosh, we're getting up like Sweden. No. No, you're right. We've got we have to show them who's boss in November and come out en masse. But first, we've got to come out and buy tons of Goya. And I don't care if you don't like arroz con habichuela, arroz con gandules, the stuff that I like. If you like hummus, they make a tremendous garbanzo from the Goya company. Buy that, chickpeas. I mean, they've got everything. People don't realize how much Goya has to offer. And I got to tell you, if you're a single guy like me, and you don't do a whole lot of cooking because I, I don't do a whole lot. I can throw down, by the way. I can throw down and make, a, uh, you know, una olla de arroz. I can. I can do it. But if you're on the go, Goya makes these little red cans with the little peel back top. You don't even need a can opener. They come seasoned. I mean, it's like God reminding you that he loves you. So I always have a special place in my heart for that stuff. But I'm going to take a couple more calls before we get to the break. Uh, Charlie in Kings Park, New York. What's going on, Charlie? Yes. Uh, I think uh, boycott and goy is ridiculous in the first place. Yeah, I agree. The stuff, the stuff is delicious. And I'm a white guy. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I work in Huntington Station. Okay. That's close to uh, where Jet Set Juliet takes the train every day. Yes, the Huntington train station. I work right around the corner. Right? Yeah, and you know what's interesting, Charlie? A lot of people tell me, especially people that are not you know, of Puerto Rican descent like me, they tell me all the time, I use Goya for my chicken whenever I do the grilling. Somebody once told me that they bought it for a Spanish recipe they were making, and they love the seasoning so much that they always now use Goya seasoning, uh, the Goya brand adobo. I got a lot of Spanish friends because I work in a Spanish community. Right. I, I, I live in Kings Park. There's plenty of Spanish in Kings Park, too. But I want to say about something about the great Mr. Trump. Go ahead. Go for it. What the hell is this country going to do without him? Hmm. Especially with the recession we're in right now. He got us out of the first recession when he first got into office. And now we were in even a deeper recession. You're right. And you know what? We're going to get out of this recession by buying Goya products right now, all day, every day. I'm Rich Valdez. You're listening to This Is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is America. Para Inglés, o primal número dos. Para Rich Valdez. Y esto es America. Ahora. All right, New York, welcome back. Our phone number is 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. So we know that AOC, all out crazy, attacked Amazon and killed 25,000 jobs. We know that she went after the federal law enforcement, abolished ICE, and then she said, no billion dollar cut for the NYPD is good enough for me. We have to do more. It's not enough. Now she's after the arroz con gandules. What's next? Is she going to go after Cafe Bustelo? Is she going to go after Sazon? Is she going to go after the bodegas? As a kid, I used to go to bodegas with my dad all the time. My dad uh, loved to uh, take me to different bodegas. I later learned in life that he had business in these bodegas. He had a little bit of uh, uh, these, these um, arcade machines that you weren't allowed to have in the front of the bodega. You were only allowed to have them in the back room of the bodega. I guess because they 
had slots and stuff. But whatever. My dad took me to these, and I always used to go. There was one on Nostrand Avenue, a guy named Rafi. And uh, Rafi was a nice guy. Whenever I went there, he was like, oh, traite el nene. And I would be like, hey, how you doing, Rafi? It's me, the little guy. And he'd pinch my cheeks and let me take all the candy I wanted to take. So I loved going to the bodega. But what I want to know is, is AOC's next plan all out crazy? Is she going to go after the bodegas? We heard from Donald Trump Jr. saying that the, the liberal privilege is driving the left to become fascistic. So are they going to force people to say, hey, you know what? No more bodegas. You're either going to get your lotto tickets by delivery, maybe by Amazon Prime. Oh, wait, hold on. Can't do that either. Why? Because AOC attacked Amazon. So they can't even do that. Now, the impact on the economy that taking out so many different uh, Hispanic Latino businesses would be would be catastrophic. And that's why I'm drawing these parallels. And when we look at the economic impact, it's critical that we understand that Goya is a billion-dollar company headquartered in Jersey City, New Jersey. People from the Bronx, people from all over, they travel to work every single day. And I got news for you. It's not El Gringo. And I'm nothing against El Gringo. I'm just saying it's not white people. Just like I often say when my crew is here, get loose Bruce. He's three shades darker than me because it's summertime, right? Black and Puerto Rican. Madame call screener. She's Mexican. She's a little browner than me too right now because she just came back from the West Coast. And uh, and you guys know that, you know, Boricua right here. So right now, 77 WABC, this is the, the uh, Latino brown takeover and we're supporting Goya. But the economic impact is critical. And the reason it's critical is because these are people's jobs and their livelihood. So you're going to tell people that may even be the people that vote for Biden that live in the Bronx and live elsewhere, now we're canceling their jobs. They're going to lose money. They have to shrink the amount of money they spend and and hurt a company. I mean, that is just insane to hurt this kind of company. So that's why I want to bring in my good friend, a political mentor of mine from way back in the day, Jose Arango. Jose was an assemblyman, the youngest assemblyman ever elected to the New Jersey State Assembly back in the 80s. He ran with Reagan and was elected with Reagan on the same ticket. And Jose is now today, he's still chair of the Republican Party in Hudson County, but he's also director of economic development for the city of Jersey City. And that happens to be where Goya is located. So uh, welcome to This is America, Jose Arango. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity that you've given me. It's a pleasure for me to be with you. You are you are a shining star. God bless you. You, 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 you're doing very well. Thank you, sir. Um, we have to keep doing well because... You know, the, the success of Jersey City, I don't know if you you see what's going on in Jersey City. Jersey City is a, a democratic administration, open mind with a Republican, uh, you know, everybody can work in, in, in Jersey City. And Goya is part of that melting pot and the, and the business growth that we brought to Jersey City. That's why we are the example. We are the economic machine of the state of New Jersey. It's not Newark. It's not Atlantic City. Jersey City is the jewel, is the place to watch in in, in New Jersey and the Northeast. Now, Jose, we does are that not about politics? We are about doing the right thing for the people. We are about freedom of speech, and this is what it's all about. When we see all these people jumping like a firecrackers all over the place, saying that the owner of Goya, the CEO of Goya, cannot be in the White House and cannot be working to build not only the minority community uh, businesses, 
but the business in general, because Goya is bigger than the Latino community. It is the biggest Latino company after Sarah, basically, you know, in the world. Now, let me ask you a question, Jose, because when you say that Jersey City is the economic engine of New Jersey, does that have to do with Goya being headquartered in Jersey City? Well, Goya is part of, you know, we have Goldman Sachs, we have Goya, we have, uh, basically, we are Wall Street West. You know, we are, we are basically, Wall Street functions in Jersey City. Goya is part of that machine, that, 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 that pride that we have in Jersey City. They, they create jobs. They give jobs. They maintain a small business, you know. Now, I know you Goya, work closely only, with them. Tell us a little bit about what Goya has been doing uh, for the people with the jobs. We've got two and a half minutes. So paint the best picture you can of how the economic impact is with respect to jobs and who's working at Goya. Well, basically, in Goya, is all Hispanics who are working. So when these people, oh, you're insulting the Hispanic community, let's, let's sabotage or whatever, boycott Goya, you're boycotting your own community. So this is mm-hmm. not about, this is not about, you know, what's fair or not. It's about the lefty socialist agenda being implemented no matter what the cost is. They don't care if they have to close down Goya. And it's the typical communist socialist mentality. Doesn't matter how much cost, doesn't matter how much misery we create, because they live off the misery. Remember, sadly, you know, I don't even blame Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a, is a, is a, a victim of circumstances in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party right now is a, a, a very dangerous uh, uh, organization. I'm not going to say that all the common, all the Democrats are communists, but all the communists are in the Democratic Party. And 100%. We, and that's worthy and that's of repeating. That's the problem that we're confronting here. The people who scream, the people who make noise, the people is the communist international organization. If you see what's going on in New York with the vandalism, and you see what's going on in Barcelona, in Paris, in London, it's the same common denomination. It's an international organization supported by Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua. This is the reality here. hundred percent. And that's I think this is what we need to underscore. And maybe I should bring you back for like a, a full 40 minutes on the podcast so we can really get down to this, because this is the type of thing I like to get into to let people know, especially lo hispano, lo, lo Latino, people like us that that grew up with a uh, Hispanic background. So that they understand that Daniel Ortega and the Sandinistas and, and that whole part of the world. They're not our friends in Nicaragua. They're not our friends in Venezuela. They hate the American way of life. AOC is at war with Latinos. And right now, the only way to fight it is by going after the supermarkets and buying more Goya. Jose Arango, thank you for being with us. No, thank you. It's a pleasure. My it's pleasure. It's an honor to be with you. I always say if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. We have to stick together in this because the left is going after the American dream. And I'm not having it. You're listening to This is America. I'm Rich Valdez. Hasta la próxima. This is America. 
At Bakers, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself. Because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Bakers. Bakers, fresh for everyone. And now, shop what you love and save $2 on each participating item when you buy three or more with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.